The Pacific Ocean is larger than all land masses on Earth combined. I like water. I do too. I only started drinking more of it because I realized I don't like waking up, going to the bathroom, and it hurting. I really don't take care of myself, man. Did you forget we're doing this? Yeah, I brain farted. <laughs> I just saw a text from Jess. <laughs> Jeez. Hi. Uh, I haven't seen you in a while. We live together. Yeah, but they don't know that for comp- Wait, actually they do. Yeah, they do. Yeah. We told them the first episode. <laughs> actually, that's a very good point. Well, uh, welcome back to What the What. It's been a while. It's still a train wreck of a show, so yeah. do not expect anything better than what you've got already. Um, how are you? Like, how have you been? Because, I don't know, in the past month, I feel like everyone literally just snapped and just went crazy. Yeah. <laughs> it's been a, it's been a wild ride the past, like, several months. I left Publix. That happened. <laughs> I just cut my hours back. Yeah, I there, so. God. I we mean, we got that restaurant life going. Yeah, I know. I'm glad that finally taken off. So in the past, God, what's it been since an episode? Like three months? More than that, probably. Oh God, that doesn't feel good. Was it the last one with Ephraim? Yeah, that was for his birthday. I think that was like back. That in was the- April. Yeah, like two, two or three months. That's not two, three months. It's August. It's four months. May. I forgot May. Jesus. (laughs) (laughs) But yeah, no, I mean, it's just, I don't know. I am all for people, you know, choosing the path that makes their life happy. And for me, leaving Publix was kind of that choice. Because, oh my God. I forgot what it was like playing music. And so for like the past two or three months, I just haven't touched anything. So I went from wanting to write song, at least one song every month to just sleeping till my next shift. And it was, uh, it was cool for the money. And then I kind of forgot I don't have an outside life anymore. So that's when I started like wanting to leave Publix, you know? Yeah, I've been wanting to leave there. And I've been very tempted to do so, but, however, I'm still kind of using the job for the benefits, because yeah. I've noticed things are starting to change some, so hopefully it's for the better. But if not, I'm... I'm out. <laughs> oh. Yeah. I, I... I enjoy working at R&R a lot more. Oh, yeah. Easily. Uh, yeah, if, if you didn't know, uh, so Manny's hired as a bartender. hey At R&R, and I hired as a chef there. So... I mean, every time we've worked, we've been, like, busting out, and they, mm-hmm. like, they love us there. Yeah. And we we like them a lot. These are, like, the coolest people ever, the most, like, down-to-earth, like, well, cause it's chill like, vibe the people. The one thing I appreciate them, but it's kind of freaking, it's kind of freaking me out, is, like, they're at the restaurant so much. Like, that's their baby. No, like, they, that that's why their, they like, treat everyone like family. Yeah, it's like their lifeblood, and mm-hmm. I'm just like, God. They're putting a lot into it. Yeah. And so it's just, it's kind of interesting to see because, like, only in the past year, really, um, 
I really don't like big business. I mean, it's just not not for the you know jumping on like the seventies and eighties mm-hmm. kind of peace movement, but it was just like there's just not a lot of connection to not not to reality, but just to your personal livelihood. Yeah. I mean, it. Yeah. They sure. just don't care about it. I mean, it's like yeah, we'll give you money, but you have to do this for us, and it's like, well, the this for us stuff is kind of, you know, increasingly getting weirder and just more bullshit happens and you know it just gets lost in communication it's too big and so that was like um that's kind of like how my sister explained it so she's a manager over at the bowling alley and you know we used to work together so i ended up kind of liking small businesses you know it was steady paycheck it was you know mostly making tips and as long as you were good and nice to the people, they were good and nice to you, you know? Whereas with uh, Publix, it was like... You, you had, like, a couple regulars. Most of everyone else was going to Walmart or Ingalls. And with Publix, um... Yeah, I mean, it's just... Unless you were from Florida, you really weren't a regular in the area, you know? And so, uh... With my sister being manager, like how she said... Being in a small business is good, but there's always too many hands in the kitchen. So what happened recently, the reason why she's been so stressed out is they just went under new management. So um, the owner sold it to one of the league bowlers there, but the league bowler, you know, he's already been in the business. He, yeah, he, he runs probably a decent part of Silva, to be honest. Silva or Waynesville, just with small businesses and stuff. And, you know, she was like, hey, this, you know, this, the new owner, but she didn't know that at the time, is going to be your assistant for a little bit. You know, we're going to try and get you more help. We're going to try and figure all this stuff out. And so he was always running around, checking the money, checking all this, you know, just getting in my sister's way of working as a manager. And, you know, they, they were butting heads. Things were very tense for like the first two weeks of them working together. Mm-hmm. And then finally, uh, his wife goes over and explains everything to her and how the assistant actually is owning the business. And she was like, we could have saved so much trouble if you guys would have just told me that. And they were like, yeah, this just kind of happened on us too. And she's like, okay, so now what? Come to find out, he's like the coolest boss ever. Like, he literally gives her full control of the place. He's just like, just tell me what you need or whatever and just make sure we keep this place running good. So, it's like, I like small businesses like that. What Mm -hmm. I don't like about the big business was just, that was a perfect example of too many hands. Mm -hmm. Because, like I said, I had a problem with the rotisserie. One of the fan blades was was like off-center. I just needed something, the guy to replace it. And I told him that like six months ago. And nothing has ever happened, and come to find out that even the assistant manager of their store, who's, I mean, technically Iggy is in charge of their checkbook, so I mean, he mm. kind of does, you know, a lot of the maintenance calls and stuff. And I told him that, like, the week I was getting ready to resign, and he was just like, what, what the hell are you talking about? I've never heard this. I was like... I've brought it to both, if not all three managers who I've worked with, including Danielle. And he was like, yeah, no, I've never heard anything like this. I was like, Jesus 
dude, how do you not talk to your people like that? Like, it, I don't... So it just... That was a perfect example. For anything to be done, I had to go up the chain, what, like... Four steps? Mm-hmm. And come to find out it didn't even make it past the first two? Like, that... That's ridiculous. Yeah, no. It's... It's bad there. Uh, apparently, Iggy's had some words with Nicole behind closed doors. And, I did. I was and, present. Or I wasn't present for that conversation, but I did see it happening. Yeah, and, like, apparently, like, it made her change because she came up to me and just, like, started telling me about how she appreciated me and, like, that I am, like, one of the hardest workers she has and that, like... I go above and beyond her expectations, and I was like, where did this come from? Like, Are you okay? And like, so... Like, that's like a midlife crisis speech. Well, then the next day, Cindy talks to me, and she's like, so did Nicole talk to you yeah. at all? And I was like, what do you mean? And she was like, did she, like, talk to you about, like, you know, heartfelt, like, something heartfelt? She, I was like, yeah, she was telling me this and that, and she was like, okay, good. And I, so I was sitting there thinking, like, did... did you have something to do with that? Or... Like, I, I don't know, so, like... I mean, it's just, like... Come to find, like, Jess, like, stuck up for me, like, big time. Well, yeah, Jess knows what it's like to not, you know, get supported. So, I mean, plus she's, like, probably the better full-timer they have now. Because, like, once people started leaving, everyone went crazy. Like, even the best workers there are just, like, they just lost it. They finally are starting to lose their minds. Mm-hmm. And I told Iggy, it's like, I don't freak out. I don't do stuff like this. But the fact that this place has, like, made me feel, you know, like I did when I first had my panic attack was, like, it's nuts. I mean, people shouldn't be having to not be able to come into a job sober and, you know, just do their thing. And yet that place, you have to have, like, some kind of stimulant. And it just, it, does that not freak people out? That's why everybody starts vaping in the back. Yeah, they start vaping, like, slamming energy drinks. And I'm just like, you guys are going to hit a wall. And when you do, this job is going to get so much harder. And I was just, I mean, because, I mean, I went to that job probably what, like, the first nine, uh, yeah, nine or ten months, I was completely sober every time I went into that store. And mm-hmm. then, in the last three months, I had to have some kind of stimulant every time I went in. I was just like, this is kind of bad. <laughs> like I usually, you know, unwind and enjoy myself after work, but before work, I, I go in sober. Yeah. I, because I don't like... The feeling of, like, being under the influence or mm-hmm. whatnot or on, like, stimulants or whatever throughout work. Because then it's just, like, it just makes it worse. Yeah. Like, honestly, in the end. Like, because then if you go on the next sober, you're like, oh, this sucks. Like. hmm Like, I mean, I've never gone to work with, like, a hangover, but I know people who have, and they said it just, it sucks. Well, because, I mean, even... Most normal jobs, um, I say normal, but you know, I mean, I just, I guess I would consider normal just like 
food, gas stations, uh, retail a little bit. I don't know. Retail is kind of picky because you either have to know your stuff or they can teach you on the fly. And it's like each company is very different. At least I think. I don't know. Retail I'm, is... I'm not, uh, I'm not big in retail. Or I don't know much of it. I'll yeah, I don't care for retail that much. Uh, I mean, I, I worked at Lowe's. Yeah. And it, it sucked. Yeah. But, yeah, it's just... I don't know. It was, it was really customers. affecting me. The customers suck there. I mean, they're all just grumpy. It's like... You guys keep saying, oh, I'm providing... It. I mean, it's like... Okay, I'm not going to get into that rant, but a lot of those people think hard work is showing their love when, in reality, the women... I'm not going down this, because I have no idea where I'm going with it. Essentially, the people who are always grumpy really need a reality check. Mm-hmm. Because everyone's like, well, that is my reality. You just said it. That is your reality. That is how you view the world and no one else. No one else will view it like you do. And so it's like, you know, even from, you know, the partner's perspective, they have a say in the relationship too. That's why they're in it. I mean, it's like... That's why I'm glad I left Lowe's when I did. Yeah. I was like, screw this. (laughs) I can't. Mm Mm-hmm. After what they did with me from that interview, like how they screwed me on that. Oh, yeah, yeah. I was, I was like, yeah, screw that, because they were like, you can put another application. I'm like, or you could just transfer me into another department. Yeah. I was like, I'm not going to go through the process of putting a brand new application when I'm transferring. Yeah. They have it on file for a reason. Mm-hmm. And that's the other thing. It's just like, I know it, every HR is busy, but like... There's got to be better systems. Well, they, like, never hire people either. That's what I mean. It's like, I put in, like, two or three applications and never heard anything. I sent them one email and they were just like, and it's because oh, it's payroll. Well, they, uh, just, they don't want to add people on payroll. They want their money. That's literally what They're not is. making good money anyways. Mm-mm. No. I mean, it's like, sure, a lot of people buy lumber, but that money isn't going to you. That's going to the importers. Mm-hmm. And it's like, do you guys not realize that yet? I don't know, it's just... A lot of people... Stress themselves out. Because they don't know how to not be stressed. (laughs) Yeah, that is you all the way. Did you forget that we're doing this again? No, I just needed a hit of my uh, pussy stick. Your nicotine. <laughs> my my nicotine. Jeez. Oh man. Yeah. No. Uh, but okay. Changing the topic since we're not uh, gonna be depressed anymore. Uh, uh. We've done a lot of cool shit though recently. Like. Mm-hmm. We went to New Smyrna. Oh my god! I'm ba- gonna go back back so in bad. June, went for my birthday. It was pretty awesome. Like, and I planned pretty much like all of this. Yeah. Like just myself because i was like i just want to do a trip with the boys and like i want to make this happen yeah so we got like we ended up getting a really nice place 
for yeah, Airbnb, really, really and they nice invited place. us back because they enjoyed us and they enjoyed the moonshine we left for them. Yeah. Um, but it, this place was five minute, like a five minute walk to the beach. Yeah. Just right around the corner, and then about a mile and a half from uh, the strip area, like flag around. Yeah. Avenue. But we like we become uh, pretty cool with the people at uh, Tate and O'Brien's. <laughs> Dude, Tate and O'Brien's, man. Oh, I love that place. Oh, it was so fun. So, the very first night was probably the wildest night we did that entire week. Right? Wouldn't you say? Mm-hmm. So, we started off going to Tate and O'Brien's. And it was just like, well, because, you know, you got to know the bar scenes. You, you go to, you know, the coolest looking bar to get laid or to meet up with college people. You know, it's like, that's just kind of the thing. It always is like a weird, luxurious house in the middle of nowhere or like right in between these connected looking businesses, you know? And it's just so out of place. And then there's the other bars to where, not the tough necks go, but if a fight happens, it you really shouldn't be surprised. And then the last one on the strip was a Tate and O'Brien's and we were just like, well, this place looks neat. So we go in and, you know, it's like a full, full bar. They it's got like a like, full, like, tavern. But yeah. then they also had this, like, cool, like, party pavilion yeah. outside in the back where it was, like, they had, like, DJ set up and all that dance floor. Yeah, a whole separate bar out back, too. And, you know. It was, it was really cool. I mean, it was literally looked like. First night we were there was karaoke. Yeah, that was so fun. Like, we didn't, we personally didn't do any karaoke, but we were listening to everybody. And mind you guys, I hadn't drank in about two months, two or three months at that point. So I was going into New Smyrna completely sober. And, you know, the first few drinks, you know, we were getting shots. We, you know, just drinking, hanging out, eating, whatever. And then, you know, we started getting into the karaoke. And just as the night progressed, I'm like flashing in and out of reality. So <laughs> I remember like, yeah, I was like, yo, when do we get these wings? Apparently I kissed one of my friends <laughs> like on the cheek. I, and just like the story keeps progressing and progressing. And so I wake up the next day, I'm in the house and I'm just like, what the fuck? And they were just like, Hey buddy, you okay? I was like, when did we leave? And I just, I legitimately have like, like 20% memory of that place. So I really want to hear it again from your perspective. <laughs> All the shit I did. <laughs> cause it was like, it was, it was cool to see. Like, cause at that point I had like, my ego was like kind of coming back. I was really kind of just, Superiority complex was a very um, present thing, and just I was just done, man. I was burnt. I I just hated being there. I really did. That's when that started. Yeah, and that's when I said something when we were there. Yeah, yeah. but yeah, and uh, yeah, no. So like, what happened to me at Tate and O'Brien's? Um, because the whole story is like beyond hilarious. Well, the first night we were there, we ordered food and like had we we drank a shit ton oh yeah like there there we had a lot of drinks because we were celebrating because that was the day after my birthday yeah 
we were celebrating my birthday with drinks and uh we met this guy Scott. Oh shit. <laughs> who is literally this just like Florida hippie man just, you know, doesn't doesn't do a fucking thing. He's just kind of doing whatever he does. Mhm. You know. And like when he wants to. And he, I mean, we this guy was like cool as hell. We took picture with him and everything. But uh he kept ordering us drinks and they had karaoke and we were like, we, at this point we were all like shit faced and we were just like singing along and having a good time at the, uh, at the bar to like all the karaoke songs, like Evanescence, uh, bring me to life. Yeah. That girl in that band. Who's yeah. No, uh, Dude, she was, she sounded so good. So apparently, uh, I had talked to Scott the next day that, uh, cr- the band is called Crimson Apple and apparently we met them while we were in New Smyrna. And, you know, their lead singer was singing and we were just, you know, vibing. We were talking to the tables around us, apparently, and just, you know, all this other stuff. And, yeah, that's when I started blacking out was, like, we got the wings and stuff. And apparently... We just, like, a shit ton of wings. We were like, here you guys go. We were like, okay. Yeah, apparently they had bought us wings. And I was just like, what the fuck? Because is. Because you said we were fun or cool to talk. Like, were we actively talking to them? or? Was oh, it yeah. Just- no, we were all chatting with them, like, uh-huh. just having a great time. Like, we were just jamming out. Like, everybody was, <laughs> like, everybody was loving us because we were just having fun. We were just <laughs> fucking around the whole time. <laughs> we, uh, yeah, so we were shit-faced and we got an Uber back that night. Because I remember Ryan and Mason had left. Yeah, they started walking back. They started walking back. And so you, me, and Steven got the Uber. Uh-huh. And Steven and I were just, like, talking about, like, whatever in the back seat. And yeah. you were just chatting with the driver about how you got fucked up. Oh, was I? <laughs> and so, uh, you know, we, uh, we get back inside the house and everybody's like, yeah, you know, let's go outside and, uh. You know, cheap yeah. a little. And all of us just went outside and basically just started, like, throwing up. <laughs> 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 and I think we all just, we also all hung out and just watched a movie in the room, in the master room. Was I already down for the count? Pretty much. You were, like, <laughs> sprawled out across the front of the bed. And I was on my side. Mason was on his side. <laughs> but let me tell you, inside this house. Oh, my gosh. Like. So- this house is like a nice mid-century home. Yeah. Like six like six hundred thousand dollar property. Easily. And the master room But it's also in Florida, so in all reality, it's more like a hundred and eighty, two hundred thousand dollar house. Yeah, probably up here. Yeah. Yeah, up here. I would say two like mid two hundred thousands. Actually more like mid three. mid low. I'd say about three for that property and how it's got property value. But um the master room connected to the outdoor, like, backyard patio area. Then there's a then there's a little hallway that goes around that has the closets. And then the master bathroom has this, like, massive, like, six-person shower in there with waterfall, you know, shower head. That it was, like, the best shower ever. <laughs> then, I mean, you had the... 
two uh, separate rooms. So Mason and I stayed in the master room. Steven stayed in one of the uh, guest rooms, and Ryan stayed in the girls' guest room. So he was surrounded by pink. Mm-hmm. And Manny crashed in the couch inside the den area that oh. actually led to, like, a uh, beach shower. So you can come in and, like, shower off yeah. after being in the beach. But there were, like, surfboards in the back and, mm-hmm. like, all types of other things that we could use. And uh, the living room area was just, like, was just so spacious. Yeah. It, it was a very nice property. Mm-hmm. And so, I mean, we hung out with Mason's grandparents. Oh, God, I love her. They are so amazing. For a bit, like, we got dinner with them on my birthday. We went to this place called The Garlic. Yeah. And I got this uh, market priced uh, dish. <laughs> it's like 45 bucks. Called for, a bo- for a bowl of Chia Pino. Yeah, which is basically, like, six different, six different, like, what is it, Chris? No, uh. You had a lot of stuff in there. That's that's what I'm trying to get at. It's just it was a massive bowl of soup. Yeah. So in there, so it's a tomato broth, but it has a. Uh, it had like lobster, mussels, clams, uh, pieces of whitefish in there. There was shrimp, uh, scallops, like. And then they threw in a lobster tail and like half a crab just in the bowl. Mm-hmm. Like that's. <laughs> crazy to me dude it, it was delicious <laughs> not to mention the garlic that they had the roasted garlic oh, yeah, for the yeah, table yeah. oh my god yeah. that was delicious i think it was i think it was nice uh i just think it was nice being there because that was a new like reality check for me yeah i mean it was, was the first time you've ever been to a beach okay so well like you've been by the beach but you haven't actually like spent much time well i okay so there have been two other times i've been on the beach but those were both when i was going through i think that was when the depression started kicking in so my memory is like yeah about it but i had gone Well, you had never been in the ocean is what you said i think yeah i've never been in the ocean but i've been at the beach so you know when i was a kid like four or five years old we went to myrtle beach and my mom was like well you had more fun you know swimming in the pool by the hotel than you did the ocean i was like well, yeah, because it's safer. Th- that's the whole point. And then around middle school, uh, we have the thing called an eighth grade trip, which is essentially uh, yeah, they had the, the coast trip. Mm-hmm. You know, so we went to the coast and you know swam around, and everyone was kind of hanging out. And I just I don't know, I felt weird. I just I felt so out of place every time I was in a situation like that. But. Uh, I think I was in the ocean there for a little bit, but this time I was like, no, I want to be in the water. I like, yeah, get this me. time you were like, I was, just, we were all were just like, dude, just dive in. Yeah. Take out, leave your glasses. Just go in. I think that was when I kind of changed how I want to view, want to view the world. And it's just like, just be excited about everything. Mm-hmm. I mean, it's like even the little stuff, it's just, it's cool. It's, you just, just want to experience as much as you can. And like I said, it was, I mean, it was just, it was a simple beach trip, mm-hmm. but it helped me realize. I mean, but we also did like all kinds of things. We got to explore and just check out all types. Like we went to Orlando to that was, go to that Universal. That was a stupid day. Okay. Okay. That, that day was dumb, but it turned out to be really good in the end. 
Okay, so essentially don't go to fucking Universal right now. It's stupid. It is insane. It is huge lines and you just waste $140, you know, bitching and moaning. Yeah. So it's it's a terrible investment right now. But I was, um, I was so like mad about the ride. Yeah, everyone was so mad and yeah, cuz it was like the harnesses didn't fit over you. Mhm. And I mean, it's just it was a terrible day. It was a terrible day. And then we were just like, man, I'm hungry and all that. And we were just like, we just we just need food somewhere. I don't care. I don't care where. We just need food. And then we were just like, well, we heard about this Naruto place. And, you know, from because in the Atlantis kind of like, you know, lost island part of the uh, park, Island mm-hmm. of Adventures, like that, the actual adventure part, they had these... um medallions that you can make and you know it was basically like an old brass press essentially and yeah i had you know my family all got you know like matching coins together so i took mine and you know he was polishing it for me and and he sees you in your uh naruto shirt yeah and it's where he's eating like a bowl of ramen or something Mm -hmm. like the like that the ramen yeah and he saw that and he just started geeking out he's like you know there's a place called naruto and, all that. and you were just like, I thought that was only in Japan. And he was like, no, this it's the Japan store and this one. The one in Orlando. And he was, and you like, you kind of freaked out. Yeah, I was like, yes. <laughs> Let's do it, please. I need food. Because I was so hungry also. Oh, yeah. Like, we hadn't eaten anything that day. That just wasn't a well-planned out day. No. Because, I mean, Mason wanted to do it. I was like, we needed more, like... And I mean, it was like, you know, but, but, you know, even aside from that happening, uh, it was still like, it was, you know, it was like, it was cool to get back in that environment and just see if anything's changed or not. But dude, Harry Potter world was, oh, that was, that was bad. That was, that was so crowded. Yeah. And I mean, mean, like I say, it's, well, it took us three hours just to get to the ticket gate. (laughs) Yeah. But even aside from all that happening, you know, once we got to the Naruto, uh, you know, it was just like a little strip, you know, there was just a bunch of stuff hanging around and, uh, Oh yeah. The barbershop. Yeah. The barbershop. That was my favorite part. So I went into the week, you know, looking a little shaggy, you know, just my hair was turning into a mess. Cause I just, I wasn't taking care of myself because of all the stress and everything is just, it was put way back in my mind. And so then we go in there and Mason was just like, dude, I feel gross. I want a haircut. And we were both looking and it said all-star barbers. I was like, you know what? I've never gotten like an actual cut, you know? Mm. So I kind of want to try it too. So we went in and it's a bunch of Puerto Ricans. And he was just like, oh, hell yeah. <laughs> and so we go in and get haircuts. He gets his. And he was like, bro, do you want one? I was just like, well, I mean, they're about to get food. So I, I don't know. And he And then his barber was looking at me. He was like, yeah, we got you. And I was like, all right, I guess I'm going to get a haircut. And, God, I felt amazing. The, that was, like, a, the best haircut I've ever gotten. And with him, uh, they literally, <laughs> we were just, like, or he told the guy, he's like, hey, so what are we doing today? Whatever you want. And he just kind of gave him that look. And he's like, all right. And he got everything done. He got edges, the fade, you know, product. The, the hot towel, mm-hmm. you know, the aftershave, just, like, close-ups, you know, detail. He Even got Steven got everything. 
Yeah, even Steven got a haircut, too. Like, he got his hair thinned out, trimmed really, his beard. Like, what she should have done, or what he should have done, is, like, do, like, his, you know, ponytail samurai thing, mm-hmm. and then let her work around that. Just to, like, tone every, like, clean everything up. Mm-hmm. Um, but, yeah, um, I mean, it was just crazy. I mean, I never expected anything like that trip. Or even because, like I said, that was a that was a bad day. It was hot, crowded, just everything about it just screamed, you know, this sucks. Mm-hmm. This this kind of sucks right now. But then once we get there and we were just like experiencing, you know, cool shit. You know, it was it was just way more fun. It mm-hmm. just instantly turned the entire day around, and I was like, yeah, no, this is this is kind of a nice view of the world now. And, that was a good day. Yeah, it was and a then great the, day. And uh, then there was the last night we were there <laughs> where Manny wanted to uh, go wanna... to Tate and O'Brien's and go out and just party. And I was like, dude, like all of us were like, dude, that's not a good idea. <laughs> we were just like, you you got to leave early tomorrow. You guys had to leave early tomorrow. But the problem was my flight wasn't until like 2.45 in the afternoon. And we had to be out of the house at like 10. Mm. So, uh, I'm not going to share every detail, obviously, because that was... It, it's not embarrassing. It's just something that... Well... I, I kind of I wanted to get the experience out. But the most I- important part of that is I got to ride in the back of a police cruiser. Yeah. Um, <laughs> you also woke up in somebody else's clothing... Yeah, apparently, I'm pretty sure there was just some random-ass clothing in the dryer. And I thought it was my clothes, so I was just like, whatever. But, I mean, God. Because, okay, the problem was, I was fine. I was safe. I even made it back to the house. But apparently, drunk me, who was like... Because I went to Tayton's for a little bit. And then I went to the other bar for... The other bar was playing a show... And I really want to go listen to some music, so I was doing that. Uh, after that, um, it was probably about like twelve forty-five. You know, I'd, I'd have enough time to get some good sleep. Mm-hmm. But apparently, drunk me thought it was a good idea to just start walking, and that's exactly what I did. So, <laughs> like three and a half to four miles later. I'm getting stopped by the cops on the street because I'm just, I am drunk, drunk. And, you know, they keep asking me, you know, where are you staying at? What's the situation? And I was just like, look, I'm going to be honest. I'm staying at this address. I'm leaving for North Carolina tomorrow. I'm, this is not going to happen again. And they were like, man, we just, we really need to get you off the street. And your friends aren't here or anything? I was like, no. He's like, well, what's the address? So I showed him, he's like, oh, that's just right down the road. Yeah, just, hey, put them in the back of your cruiser and just take them home. And I was just like, ugh, thanks. And, <laughs> yeah, that's all I remember was a little bit of the music. And then waking up telling a cop thanks for taking me home. God, it was, man, that was a weird, like, that whole trip just didn't make sense. It absolutely did not make sense. Like... What were the chances it was going to be that good? I mean... I like to take credit for it. 
and planning it out. Everybody thought I was going to be like, man, but I was like, nah, <laughs> we going, we going hard. <laughs> <laughs> We're going to have fun. Like not even like just try to like, you know, get money, get bitches like that stuff, but more of just the, have fun. Like, yeah, let's just goof off and. Like, fuck Inter- around, let's inter- do whatever. Like, entertainment persists outside of sexuality. Like, oh, yeah. I mean, it, Like, we can have fun in whatever way possible that we yeah, want to. If it's fun to And you, it was also it's just, just a vacation week for everybody to do what they wanted. Yeah. I mean, it's... Because, I mean, it's like, you think I would have done half the things I did? I mean, it's like... It's just crazy to see, like, the positives and the negatives of alcohol. Because... Yeah, I just, I don't know. I don't know. It's something I don't like to think about, but I also know there's a lot of lessons in that experience that I haven't fully realized yet. But, um, yeah, no, even aside from that, uh, with the whole bartending and chef thing, like, those were low-key goals of ours whenever you kind of, we started talking about, like, leaving Publix and, you know, doing that whole ordeal. Yeah, well, I mean, I I have been like on the verge. It's basically like if one comment is made to me, I'm basically just out, out. Yeah, because like I could buy my own health insurance, but as I said, I'm using Publix for the benefits mm-hmm. because I want to, you know, I want to get into the restaurant tour life. I want to be able to run a restaurant, and you know, I enjoy cooking, and all of which I'm doing at R and R, and all of which I'm learning more and more each day. And I like it because everybody's just, you know, I get the appraisal that, you know, I don't even expect to earn. Like, they're just like, hey, you did good today, where I'm thinking, like, did I really do that much? Because, mm-hmm. like, the day just flies by. I'm just like, wait, what did... And what then did they're always saying stuff like, you're killing it, you're doing so good. Yeah, I was like, like, Craig always gives me a fist bump. He's just like, yeah. Dude, Kevin loves it. fist bumps. Oh, my God. He gave me, like, three yesterday. I'm like, dude, I don't like human contact, much less... Stuff like that. Like, I told them, you know, I'm okay with reassurance because I like to know I'm at least doing somewhat of a good job. But overall, it, it it's kind of weird. And so it's like getting the recognition like that and people actively, like, telling you, you know, we appreciate you. I'm happy you're here and all that. It's crazy how fast of a flip it was. It's nice. It's just like we get the reassurance <laughs> that, you know, we earn. Yeah. Like, and it's just like, these are the type of people where it's just like, it's fun to work for because they treat everybody like family. Yeah. They're not afraid to get tough with you, but yeah. overall they want you there. Mm-hmm. Cause I mean, that was even like a uh, Natalie, uh, you guys had a work day on Sunday and she was just like, Hey, where's Manny? And I was like, uh, my, my tummy is yeah not about it. I just told her, I was like, Manny's having stomach issues and he just, didn't want to risk anything. And she was like, oh, yeah. She was like, have him stay home. Like, <laughs> he was like, we we don't want Gonna to be risk that. <laughs> picking up a board and I just blow out my pants. <laughs> my God. Yeah, no. They, it was actually... Sunday was a fun day. Yeah. Like, it was just like... We all just hung out. But then we also worked. Like, I, I was throwing wood, like... For about three hours straight. Just, like, <laughs> drinking some water in between. And then just go, and Natalie comes out, and she tells me at least, like, three times. She's like, take a break. Like, you know, drink a beer, do something. Like, sit down for a minute. It's like, honey, Um, you don't know the work. And, like... Because, like I said, if it was me and you that day, mm -hmm. 
like imagine how much could have gotten done. Oh yeah, no, I emptied out the place. Like, yeah, I mean, like I said, it, I mean and, that just kind of goes back to like the equipment crew days of like, we just get stuff <laughs> done. Natalie ends up basically like yelling at me because I have Orin come out to help me just like move some stuff around. Yeah, and just organize everything. And she comes out. She's like, Matt, we'll take care of this later on. Uh huh. Sit down. <laughs> have a drink <laughs> just <laughs> rest <laughs> i was like i'm fine i can do this yeah it's like i dare okay see when people like that when you meet people like that it's so funny because they're not used to workers no yeah like apparently craig and uh justin were talking yesterday about how i have a good work ethic and i was just like this is like bare minimum stuff you yeah. guys are asking us to do i'm just like, like even is... with the barge all she told me is make sure we have utensils Make sure we are doubled up on liquor. We need fruits cut and just make it to where you can make drinks easier. And I was like, so to set up a bar in the morning is like three things. She was like, yeah, and then, you know, if the floors look dirty, you know, sweeping, you know, sweeping vacuum the place. But aside from that, just, yeah, mm-hmm. make it so your work is easier. I was like, that, yeah, no, that's a, that's a good outlook. <laughs> Yeah, apparently Justin thought we were going to get out, like, a lot later than we did last night. Uh-huh. Because, I mean, no, it's only just me and him right. closing. But, like, he thought we were probably going to get out, like, closer to one or two. Mm-hmm. And so he was like, you know, for it only being, like, 1230, like, that's not bad. Yeah. He was like, usually we're out of here by, like, 11 or 12-ish, but, you know, 1230, that's still a pretty good time. Yeah. And I was like, I can help it get, like, faster. I was like, you saw how I do now. I just have to figure out my routine, and I can have this, like, going, like, in no time. Mm-hmm. Like, <laughs> I know how to clean. Right. <laughs> I did all the cleaning, then I did all the mopping. Like, we, we tag-teamed a lot of stuff. Yeah. And he was just chill about it. Like, we were just talking. He's just like, yeah, this is how I'm showing you how to do it. It was just very detailed, like, everything. So I was well, like, see, all right, my this, favorite thing about this being, makes sense. Okay. My favorite thing about being there is, like, nobody is, like, pushing the whole I'm in charge thing. Because mm-hmm. nobody cares. It's well, like they know that we're going to do the job, so they take care of us. Mm-hmm. Everyone else, they're just like, I hate you. Like, <laughs> you know what I mean? Like... I like Justin. I felt was actually a lot better at teaching me things than Craig was. I mean, because Craig's a little bit more like, you know, just gotta. I'm gonna say it once. Yeah, he's a yeah. I I could tell that with him. He's like Justin. I'm just like, hey, repeat yourself. Like, just tell like I didn't hear you. Yeah. And so, I mean, he like he was helping me out a lot with learning like just the stuff like how we're growing burgers and putting them all together and. All the extra stuff that I yeah. didn't know before. So, I mean, I got, we got it done. Right. And he was just like, you know, I like you. <laughs> He's like, I like working with you. Mm-hmm. And I was like, hey, man, I'm just chill. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, I just like to, you know, I like to have fun, but I also am here to work. Like, you know, we can chat, we can chat and whatnot and show me whatever, but I'm going to keep working while you do it. Yeah. So he's just showing me everything, like, how he's doing it while I'm just doing my thing. And see, my favorite thing about that is, like, even the tone on how you're recounting the story is, it completely changed from when we were talking about, you know, the stress of New Smyrna and Publix, and now you're just like, 
Yeah, no, it's like, it's almost like a dream come true. Yeah. It's like, because I kept getting told by so many people, a restaurant's hard, like. And then you're actually doing it, and it's like, like, how? It's it's hard, it's demanding, like, you're not going to have any time to yourself, like, it's, you know, it's like a dime, like, a dime and a dozen. Yeah. And it's like, you know, like, it could be a dime and a dozen, but, like, I'm enjoying this a lot. Yeah. Like, I've never actually worked a job like for a family business that has treated people more like family than anything. And yeah. that's what I like about it is they're like, like, even though if they're talking to you, like, Hey, you made a mistake on this. Like, they're not like, you know, who <laughs> freaking idiot. Loser. Yeah. They're not mad at you. They're just like, Hey, just make Watch sure this. Yeah. Make sure you know how it's on and just, you know, pay attention. Yeah. And I'm just like, okay, yeah, I get it. Mm-hmm. And I guess, I guess that's the one thing that I started to learn because I entered the corporation life very early. Like oh, I, I did was, too. I was twenty one, so it was like come out of college, uh, or come out of high school, going to college for like two or three years, um, and then join the workforce and just try and figure out what I want to do. And up at the casino, went from hotel to bar back on the floor and everything just kind of progressed from there. And so I'd been, you know, through, I had been through the bullshit. I'd been through all of it, you know, and doing the job is fun and exciting, but it's also demanding. Like, dude, just stand up. (laughs) (laughs) You have short arms for a reason. You know, you have, Limitations. <laughs> My fingers don't even touch. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, and, and it was just like, you know, not that you, Yes, you can take it. But it's like, not that it was a reality check, but it was those moments that I started realizing I don't like how big this place is, you know, being at the casino. And so I left there... And then I went to another corporation because, you know, I'm, you know, 23, 24. So I kind of had an idea of like 401k and how to start, you know, retirement and savings and, you know, building a better life for yourself. And then at the same time, I was starting to lose like my passions and stuff. So like the music, the podcast, the working out, just all of it. I was felt like I was just not having any more time for me. And I'm a very art- artistic person as opposed to a worker. But the jobs I do help me see my passions kind of go further, if that makes sense. Mm-hmm. Dude, yeah. You're so out of it right now. <laughs> yeah. Like, last night was a late night. Yeah. Like, I didn't realize how tired I was until after I, like, ate and yeah. unwinded. Like, I was so tired. Yeah, but, I mean, it's, like, it's a good tired. You yeah, know, like, it, it was, like, a good, hard, like, a hard-earned day. That's what that's like a har- it like, felt like. That's it was, like, most... I didn't work that hard, but it was, like, there was still a lot, even though... There was a lot of accomplishment. But they thought it was hard work, and yeah. I'm just, like, this is kind of, like, bare minimum to me. But there again, it's like with us also, you know, joining corporation life so early is you get to see people at their worst. You 
really do get down and dirty with those people. And I won't say it's more aggressive than restaurant life or anything, but it's a different type of aggressive. Mm-hmm. And not to mention, it's like shorter hours too. Like, mm-hmm. you know, it's open 11 and 9, which is only a 10 hour day. Yeah, but even still, you're there a you're, lot. Yeah, you're there, you're doing prep stuff, which you can still take your time to do and all that. Yeah. Or you're there closing, which you still, you know, can do your thing. Right. Like, and they give you that extra time. Right. Like, it's not like, it's not like, hey, you're out of here too late. Like, it's, hey, just, you know, when you're done, <laughs> go. Like, that's why Justin was like, you know, it's just hard because a lot of new people that we get in just leave after because they don't realize what hard work is. And he was like, and you kind of understand that. And I was like, well, I'm just here to do my job. Like, I'm just doing the job I want to do. Yeah, like, I'm enjoying this and I want to learn more. That's my like, whole thing is this is this is a new adventure because I was like, I have, you know, I was like, I did culinary. Mm-hmm. I, you know, I did like internship, that stuff, but never actually like generally worked mm-hmm. in a kitchen and not like does you know, super, like, busy or insane, but, like, I didn't do that much in just interning. It was just observing most of the time and making, like, a dish, you know, here and there. Yeah. But, I mean, here, it's like, I'm just, you know, I could be doing all types of things. Right. And I don't even realize it. I think that's the cool thing, though, is, like, it's not so much, like, a full-on passion for me to bartend, but... It was something I'd been interested in learning and pursuing more. And even now, I don't even drink that much. But like, I drink way less compared to, what, like two years ago? Two or three years ago? Mm-hmm. And it's cut down significantly. But now that I'm in a position to where I'm just enjoying my shift well, and I'm just... Not, to, not to mention you're getting to enjoy the creativity of it too. yeah it's i'm finally like you're like, making an art out of something that you enjoy yeah like you like making drinks and you like drinking but you want people to try yeah it's like you know this idealistic it's like here's thing. this crazy thing and yeah it's just it's cool to see people reacting well to i mean just a simple job like that and yeah i will say bartending's rough but at the end of, like the simplicity of it is beautiful Mm-hmm. somebody pays you for a drink that you either know or you don't know so you look it up if you have the stuff make it if you don't improvise that's literally all bartending down at like the root of its core is is providing an artistic service to someone and so it's how you create it is that's how it combines the universe it's just uh, it's so good it lets my brain just wonder, finally. It lets it explore its own ideas. And it's, it's, I love it. I genuinely love it. It keeps me focused. Cause at, yeah, because at Publix, my mind would be running wild. There was, like, no control. I was starting to, Because like, there was so much. There was so much, yeah, and it was, this like... This is, is not as much, but you're still doing, like... Yeah. You know, the amount of work you would do at you're Publix. Doing, like, okay. I hate... Wasting energy on something that doesn't seem necessary. So in my case, you know, doing the leveling and stuff at the store. It's a store. It's going to get messed up. It doesn't, you know, cool. It looks nice, presentable, and pretty for like the 7 a.m. shoppers. And then it just looks like a total mess again until 3 o'clock. And it, I don't know. I don't get it. 
I get presentation matters. I still think they should but, just like section it a bit more. Like do like an eleven a.m. with like these certain people. Yeah. Do three p.m. with these certain people, and then at night, you know, all level. That would go by so much quicker. See, they do, but the people themselves don't do it. Yeah. Like, and it's nothing, you know, I get it. I get it. It's a redundant job, and, like, if you're a big dude or a big person, that job is going to be easy for you. Because it's, like, two boxes to the front and unload trucks. And so I'm just like, okay, I've done simple work. But this is too simple. This is like... I can't do it. It it My mind was essentially running itself crazy because of the scenarios I was creating that never happened. And it was just because I was letting my mind... Or my mind was needing to wonder and just explore. But I was in a grocery store just leveling and just putting boxes in different places. It It, it was just boring. <laughs> It's so boring. And that's usually because they had Oren doing everything. Yeah, and it's like, I mean, he would take half half the store. I'd take the other half of the store. We level, and it's like just the amount of time it takes for something like that. And you're supposed to just not go crazy. Mm-hmm. Like that job is a literal definition of insane. I hate stocking shelves when customers are there because. They'll even see you level and, like, you know, fill everything. Oh, I'm just waiting for him to move. <laughs> then ask me, woman. Then they just come and take one, and I'm just like, now I have to go get a whole nother tea to have this shit full. Like, you <laughs> fucking dumb bastards. Like, go the fuck away. <laughs> Leave me alone. <laughs> Pardon my French. Yeah, but, uh, I, I, I mean, it's like, you know, even now, the tone in our voice is just so miserable and so just... Uh, just talking about Publix is just like... Uh. I mean, it's like... Because even Iggy says, So out of 1,300 stores that do this every day, why... And this is the one store that can't? I was like, yes. That is exactly what I'm telling you. That's the problem. Is This is the one store that is... Oh, my God. It's like a reject pile, man. Like, yeah, because everybody's it's like... Where, oh. It's where they send everyone that they are like... Just, they... Well, like, everybody there is either, like, a fucking alcoholic or on drugs. They're all crazy. Everyone is legitimately crazy. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and these customers are, like, the biggest assholes out there. It's, like, the other thing I don't like about, about it is, like, it puts on a show. It doesn't allow you to be a real person. Yeah. You have to be the kiss-ass. And it's, like, and it's, it's always like... about the customers. Iggy, if your employees are miserable... How are your customers not going to be? We take care of them. You guys don't. We're the ones constantly around them. I, I mean, it's like, ugh, I, I'm going to change the topic. I, I feel gross right now. But, yeah. I mean, that's just reality right now. That's my version of it. And you, you know, we work together. We live together. But I can already tell your perception of everything is vastly different from mine. Because, mm -hmm. like, I'm getting happy again. My mental health is leveling out. I'm, you know. I'm not as depressed anymore. I was, like, during the summer, like, past couple months, I've just been having, like, serious, like, depression. But I've just been kind of, like, playing it off because 
I'm just like, stay motivated, get, you know, keep working, keep working. And I just kept working myself to a burnout. And just like, you know, and my thing is like, you know, I didn't mind the work, but it was the fact that like, I would never get recognition for my work. Yeah. Like I would work my ass off and then somebody else would take the credit. Mm-hmm. And I'm just like, no, I did all of this. Mm-hmm. Like, and I'm being told that I suck. Yeah. And so, I mean, when Nicola had talked to me, I was just like, I was like, is this something that like corporate this... wants you to say? Or is this something? See, that's the thing. It's like, just... or is this something like heartfelt? But Do you what... actually feel this? Yeah. Or are you just like, so you're getting called out. She was telling me, she was like, you know, I absolutely love the way you do the truck. Like everything that you do, like you just keep a good attitude about it and you're, you're just willing to work. She was like, I appreciate that genuinely. And you know, when Cindy talked to me, she was like, yeah, no, that was like, that was heartfelt from her. Like I talked to her about that. Like (laughs) she's just trying to get you to stay and not cut your hours. Yeah. And, I mean, Danielle tells me, like, every single day, like, you know, I appreciate you. But I'm like, Danielle, it just seems like you're the only person that actually does. Yeah, I can already hear the depressed yeah. tone in your voice. Like, you're just... So it's It's like, not a good place, right? No, and I mean, I'm hoping that maybe with these cut hours and doing the morning kitchen, like, it'll help leave. me... I can. Well, I promise you, you're going to leave. I enjoy the cooking. I, lo- I love being in the kitchen, like, yeah. back there. Like, I, I like it because I don't have to deal with customers. I can just do my own work and just keep my own focus and have my own routine. Yeah. Do whatever I basically want. And, like, but, I mean, it's also annoying when you're, like, working your ass off and you just have people coming back. They're like, what's this? What's this? What's this? It's like, leave me alone. I think it's the short term that I like so much about uh, R&R. It's like you're committed to the one job, the one position you're in, but your products get sent out so fast that you're like, completed. All right, now yeah. that stress is done. And it's and just, it's you're communication. You're getting to complete so much. They're communicating, which yeah. is what it is. It's like the order comes in since they had me mostly on the fryers yesterday. Like, order come in, they're like, I need two sides of fries, one of them being truffle fries. I need beignets. I need you know, this, this, and this, and I'm just like, how many of each and whatnot, and I just, you know, got him in there, got him out, was fucking throwing that shit. It was quick. Mm-hmm. I mean, then I got on the uh, grill, because I was helping uh, Justin, while he was doing some prep stuff, I was making a few orders. Right. And, I mean, I put them together, and he was like, that, he was like, that actually looks really good. <laughs> like we had it plated everything and had truffle fries on the side as a Blue Ridge burger mm-hmm. the colors and repre- like presentation like I wanted to take a picture of it because uh-huh. it just looked that good but I was like it'd probably be weird if they just saw me like with my phone just <laughs> yeah just start doing that but and I mean like every time like uh, you know someone comes back there and like the waitresses of like will come up and they're like dude you're like killing it back there dude the waitresses love us she was like she was like the food that you're like that i've seen you make and are putting out like these customers are loving and i was like i'm just following what the recipe says and she was like yeah but you're like making it look more presentable too like she's like it looks like artwork And I'm like, you know, and I was just like, I like Aww. blushed. I was like, oh. I was like, wait, I was like, I'm well, learning me, to bleed. Well, I mean, that's even like uh, Kevin. 
you know, he's a very strong person. He oh, yeah. He has he's... a strong presence and everything. And, of course, it's all anxiety-based, which is a problem. That dude's a big man-child. Like oh, I, he, he... I was showing him pictures of my out. dogs, and he was like, oh, I love you, puppy. Oh, yeah, no, he freaks out. But, like... Because I guess with me, and you especially, is he starting to realize that he doesn't have to put up that front? He doesn't have to be like, oh, big boss, man. We're just just there to work, man. We just like yeah. the job. And yeah, we're just here to work, and we like chatting. And so with him... Uh, Gosh, it was so funny. He's the exact same way as everyone else to where uh, his girlfriend and his mom came in to eat and I was making them drinks and all of that. And they just, they were like, hey, give him this tip. This is his, like, and uh, I was, you know, helping them and she was like, hey, come here, come here. I was like, hey, what's up? And she just looks at me and says, I know Kevin is not, doesn't show a lot of emotion. I know Kevin doesn't say a lot of like positive things, but I promise you, you and Orin, he loves you guys. He is so happy you're there. And I was just like, really? And she was like, you have worked. This is your third shift. I was like, yeah, cool. He's already bragged about you twice. And I was like, so he's bragged about me the first two shifts. And she was like, yeah. It's like, he likes you. He likes you. I mean, I was just like even Natalie yesterday, like I was doing the dishes and she was like, all right, you can stop right there. Like, let's get you cooking. Yeah. yeah. Like, we're going to get you on the line right now. And I was like, yes. And so, yeah, I mean, because they, even Kevin did that too. Because I was, you know, making the drinks, everything. I was clocking out. We were filling out the forms, doing the money counts and all that. And I go out to leave. And he was like, Manny. I was like, what? He's like, come get your tips. I was like, huh? He's like, all that money that's in that jar is yours. I was like, oh, I thought I didn't. He was like, dude, I came in for like four hours of your shift and you were doing everything. That's not my money. That's yours. And I, I have a weird thing about confrontation. I just, mm. I would much rather be out of the equation. And so I go back in and I'm looking at Natalie and Kevin was like, take your money. And so I was like, okay. And so I took out the money and started organizing and stuff. And I put like ten dollars back in. I was like, I just, I want this to, I, I just want to be sure we're all clear on this. And even Natalie was looking at me. She was like, Oh yeah, no, I don't care. Like that tip money, that's based on the guy who's supposed to be training you. If he says that's your money, then go ahead. I have no say in that. At least Kevin lets people keep what they earn. Oh yeah, that was that's his whole thing. Is like, I know why you're in bartending. I've been in bartending for ten years. I know why you're here. I want you to get the hours you want because you are going to be making your own money. I make what I make. I don't care. I'm fine. But you guys, I know that's why you're here. So I want you all to get your money. And I was like, Kevin's so a cool. Pre- Kevin's a pretty good bartender. Oh my God. I love, okay. I love Kevin. I see the purest side in me. Mm-hmm. Whenever I went through that phase, I hate it. Oh my God. It is so annoying. Well, it was just like watching him put everything together. He was like, yeah, we'll just do this, this, and this. Takes a light sip. He's like, okay, a little more of this. Just shook it up. Just. Did you see that uh, Ethan messaged you in the uh, group chat? Did he? Yeah, he was just asking what you were doing. But, uh, yeah, and I mean, it's just, you know, the people there, I love it. I'm, ha- I'm genuinely happy there. It's, It's just such a cool... 
experience, I guess. It's just, it, I don't know. I'm just, I'm like genuinely happy. And I asked mom because I told her, I was just like, yeah, I'm doing the whole corporate thing because I have 401k, I have this built up, my health benefits are about to kick in and all this stuff. And I called her and I'm just freaking out about the whole public thing because of all the stress when I finally broke down. And she was just like, the way you're talking, it kind of sounds like you're already left Publix. So if you want to do this bartender thing, go ahead. I was like, wait, you're not disappointed or anything? She was like, I just, you, I told you when you moved out, just make sure your rent is covered and all that. But aside from that, you live with your own decisions. I was like, wait, so you're not telling me what to do. You're actually letting me choose my own path. And she was like, yeah, I was like, oh. That's what that feels like. Okay, yeah, I'm going to resign tomorrow. Bye. <laughs> <laughs> now I'm at R&R &R and it's, it's fun. I mean, I finally feel like my work is... Appreciated. Like, it, and it's or, like... Or like the tiredness is earned. Yeah. Like your job's actually done. Yeah, and... But it I, doesn't feel like you've done much. Yeah. That's the thing. It's like time flies by so quick there because you don't realize how busy you are yeah but you're really just like especially when you're just in the grind and like getting it going like it's the feel good because they're just like dude you could like they didn't expect it from us like yeah. you know they just saw i came in first for the interview yeah and i was just like hey if you guys need like bartenders or like other workers <laughs> i know people i was like i kind of know a couple people who would dude you know Oren is gonna end up working with that bill guy Mm -hmm. You know those who are going to just start building the entire back area? Oh, yeah. <laughs> well, the thing is, is, like, so they were just like, yeah, sure. Well, the same day, you know, they're getting text calls like, Matt just brought in, like, two people. <laughs> and, like, we haven't even, like, worked with him yet. <laughs> and I come in for the first day, and they're just like, okay, yeah, he's credible. He's fine. <laughs> like, and then I didn't in. expect it. He was just like, damn, you got a work ethic. And then me and Orin come in, and then Natalie's just like, like you know, the holes are filling up, the stress is coming down. It's like things are moving, and yeah, yeah or, <laughs> not going into Publix. Yep. Yeah, but I mean, it's just I don't know. Life is crazy up until this point. I mean, like, because I mean, the things we've done just even in like the past two months alone, it's ridiculous. Because I, I went to Asheville and I went to a concert. You know, it wasn't a crowded one. You know, they had seated tables and like a little pit area. But, you know, I just felt safe again. I felt like a little bit of reality was coming back to me. Because concerts and bartending was my thing. I mean, when I was a bar bag, I'd be going to so many concerts. I mean, it's just music encapsulates, encompasses so much of my life encapsulates yes i knew there was an s somewhere i didn't know where it was um and now that it's like coming back a little bit and you know things are happening it's just it's mind-boggling i'll say that mm -hmm. that life is finally beginning to make sense again it's also like just being closer to where we live and working oh, there my god makes the things so much is, easier oh because we can actually come home at a re at a decent time and just like because even Kevin told me he was like, Dude, back. I love working morning shifts be just because like you you're done you don't have to do anything else you're just done and I was like I mean that's crazy it's like I work seven hour days basically and two hours is opening and the other five is just throwing drinks and putting in food orders 
And it's like, yeah, it, it's easy. It, mm-hmm. And so he said, well, to be honest, I have a lot of open spaces in the morning. I was like, dude, give me your, give me the mornings. I'll take whatever morning shift you want. I don't care. And he was like, well, you know, the money's in the evening. I was like, I know I've lived that life too, but my budget is happy with the morning shifts too. I'm happy with the evening money. I, I kind of want more also, of the morning shifts with R&R. But I I'm like, also content with the morning shifts. Mm-hmm. I'm very content with them. I like the morning shifts there just because, yeah, you're up early, but you're off early. And if you need to, like, take a nap, yeah. you still have enough time in the evening to kind of do whatever. Yeah. So, like, that's what I like. That's why I like working there mornings. But I know this week they have me closing, but I think that's... I know three days out of the week I'm going to be closing there anyways or working, like, the evening because I'm going to be working mornings at Publix. But Sundays and Mondays are pretty much open for whatever. So I can do morning, I can do closing, it could be whatever. Yeah. I know we have, like, six people in the kitchen Thursday. <laughs> Another six, like... Wait, there's Friday. six people on Thursday? Yeah, it's scheduled. Just be, to have hands. I think they just hired on another person. Okay. There's a girl now back there. Her yeah. Her Angela, I think. Uh, I know there was two people who came in the other day asking to bartend there, bartend and or serve. And I was just like, let me keep my mornings. You guys can fight over this or whatever. I just want my mornings. (laughs) Squad up. (laughs) We go to R&R today. Yeah, no, Ethan was asking if we want to all grab food, whatnot. I mean, it's up to you. I'm not doing anything today. I mean, either I, I can go for something to eat. I just know the pasta needs to be eaten at some point. Either let's, tonight. Or... Let's do it tonight. Okay. Yeah. Um, yeah. And now we're at this point. <laughs> We've finally got... Dude, we, we just have time to relax now. It's not like we're so on edge anymore. Well, because that's what I mean by passion projects. It's like, this yeah. is how I relax. This is, you know, I want the conversations to happen, but I also want more perspective to be taken out of them mm-hmm. to other people. I mean, that's like, you know, but it's the like, last podcast only had six viewers, but when we were posting every week or every... We had more. We had like 26, and I was like, oh, that's <laughs> that's a good number. For me, at least, and it was like I didn't, I didn't care that, you know, it was replays or whatever. But, like the the number, like the lowest number we had before all of that was like eight listeners, and then it just kept like a steady twenty or so. And I was like, dude, it. Well, now we actually have more time to do podcasts because podcasts, music. We can projects. actually get off work at a reasonable time. Yeah, and it's like I want to get this song done and over but i feel like i gotta put it on the table for a minute because i have to make another song for or i'm basically combining two different versions of the same song into one for my sister's you know processional march Mm -hmm. and yeah i'm just i just need to change a couple things splice them together and then boom song's done nice but then but i feel like because I won't say I got a writer's block, but now that the song is where it's at now... Uh, you have more time to kind of... I can know. think about it more, but I'm yeah. also stuck. 
Because I know I want, like, this super weird, trippy, like, drop in the middle of it. But I really don't think this song needs it. Mm. I really think it just should just be one fluid, like, story. Because that's kind of where it, where it's at right now. It's just... Mm-hmm. I'm trying to figure out how I want to transition into the third verse, I guess. But aside from that, yeah, I got to do that, that. And then Oren. Oren actually wants me to write him a song. Hmm. He said he wants a song on how the world views him. And I was like, okay, do you want it to be about how someone will view you? Or do you want a song more about the question? And he was like, uh, you pick. And I was like, <laughs> uh, this is going to be fun. I get to pick into his brain now. That's, that's going to be horrifying. Man, that, that man has been through a lot. Oh, yeah. That's that's a lot of. I mean, he's a, never had like any reassurance. Uh, according to us, he's never hung out with friends either. Yeah, like he. That's that's like a, such a terrifying existence. He just kind of basically grew up on his own. Like yeah, like he had a rough, he had a pretty rough past. But I mean, this Orange like one like is one of the greatest people. He's like, an OG. He we've is, ever met. Like like this dude out is of like all of our friends. He's an OG. He'll he'll pretty much like. Rip that's Mason probably, okay. but this dude will like rip the shirt off his back, yeah. you know, for his friends. Right. But like he also just likes to. I mean he he's just a chill guy. He likes to have a good time with us, and I mean we helped him out with his whole relationship issues and all that. Yeah, you know, living and stuff and everything. Like we're actually gonna be moving him in here whenever Mason moves out. Yeah. Like he. Like, and so, I mean, helping, like, hooking him up with the job at R&R and all that, like, you know, helped him out a lot. Oh, yeah. As well. Like, he's a lot happier there. Uh Uh-huh. Because he's actually, like, getting treated the way he, like, deserves. (laughs) Yeah, easily. And, yeah, it's just... Because we told him, like, dude, you're a good guy. Like, (laughs) we like you. But he, I mean, if you're, like, constantly living life being insulted and being degraded... Then it, you know, your demean. Is pretty yeah, broken. your perception's screwed. Like, yeah. you know, and I, I've dealt with that throughout pretty much all my life until like, you know, in the recent years. But like, in the recent years, I'm like, okay, yeah, there are actually people who pay attention. But, you know, other than that, like, most of the time, people don't really bat an eye. So like, I completely feel where he comes from. Yeah. Like you know. He, I mean, this man, like, we threw a party for for his birthday because no one's really ever done that for him. Dude, I am amazing at birthday parties. Like. All the parties we've had at the house I've decorated it for. Mm. God. The Halloween party and the Christmas party were probably the two biggest Dude, ones. my birthday was my favorite. Birthday party was fun. It was simple decorations. But no, we God, were still going to so plan to do something food. for my birthday this year here, but we never did. We, we basically called New Smyrna your birthday. Yeah, New Smyrna was our party week. Oh my god, there was there was so much stimulants. Yeah, no, it, it's this summer, I will say, like, aside from me dealing with depression, has been a pretty good, like, just fun summer. Yeah. Like, besides working all the time and all that, but the free time we get, like, we just kind of do whatever. We're finally getting back into a comfortable... Lifestyle. Yeah. Things are... In, in our view, at least, is very uh, comforting. It's a very simple life. Oh, my right family now. even wants to come try R&R. Yeah, that'd be like, cool. Like, my mom is saying that they're planning to come up one of the days that I'm working. 
That'd be awesome. Can I meet there? And I was like, Manny, we'll hook you up with some drinks. <laughs> I'm going to get them wasted. <laughs> right so on. I found out we can actually do a blowjob on the rocks at work. <laughs> Shit. Oh my God. It literally just looks like a glass of milk. <laughs> but there is, it's only liquor. It is literally a drink. It is only liquor. It is amazing. Liquor. But yeah. Uh, yeah. Uh, I'm glad you guys are back listening to us again. Uh, yeah, I guess I guess we're all caught up now. Yeah, pretty I much. Like we've like, pretty much been cutting off like all the toxic shit, and we've been enjoying just things as it comes. Like yeah. it hasn't really been much worry of anything. Yeah. Lately. I had to have a morality war with my mom. That's why she was crying the other day. Like we were just finally letting a lot of baggage out and just. My mom's actually just happy for me. She's yeah, my mom, that's that's where my mom is. It's like yeah. the decisions I make, she's having to that's why she was crying and she's having to process way more than she's but, ever had with me cuz I was a simple kid, you know. Well, my mom also didn't realize that I actually have a plan. Oh, my so, mom didn't either. Like she thought that I was just, you know, still the kind of like I don't know what's going on or whatnot when really I'm just like this is something I'm doing and I'm taking a leap on and I'm taking a risk and nothing's going to stop me on this. Yeah. And then she found that I'm enjoying it. And she's like, "Okay, good. He yeah, I mean, that's all my mom did was she was like, I understand where you're coming from, but, you know, I'm I'm still mama bear. I'm still going to take care of you and all that. I was like, well, I mean, me and Cece are like, we're adults. We, you know, have this strong existence. We are deciding life on our own terms. So maybe instead of holding our hands through all our choices, just walk with us. Just be by our side if we call you. But aside from that, just let us figure it out, you know? And mm-hmm. she, that's why she was crying when she was like, Damn, that's my son just. Yeah, but yeah. uh, I mean, I'm. I don't know what else to say. Yeah, <laughs> I'm drawing blanks. I, as I said, I'm pretty out of it. Well, I'm I mean, still like. Bleh. Yeah. Well, I mean, we could talk about the. Uh, what is it? We can. Well, let's save the idea of the of the plan itself, and how that's varied from, like, let's say from high school to now. What was the plan? And how much did, like, none of it go through? Oh, God. Um, so... No, I mean, like, let's save that for another topic. Oh, for yeah. another podcast. Because I think this one is, like... Yeah, this could be, like... That could be, like, a part two to this episode. Yeah. But... Yeah, I, I have nothing else to say. <laughs> yeah, usually we have, like, story time with Ephraim, but... Ephraim is in here. We're so. just we're starting over. It's just me and you again. Yeah, right we're now. we're back at it. So hopefully you guys keep listening and the grind will come back up. We just had yeah. to stop getting burnt the burnt the hell. We out. we needed rest, a lot of rest, and hopefully you guys understand that. Well, <laughs> goodbye. <laughs>